we're back with Johnny, of course, and Fez and myself, Ford Rally here. Guys, what a wild weekend, huh? Yeah. <laughs> we had some Thanksgiving days. We had a Black Friday game and some crazy finishes yesterday. I know Pez is extremely happy this weekend with my upset pick. <laughs> oh, it's not looking. Hey, if it makes you feel better, the Seahawks are hanging on to that last playoff position. As he always does. He always manages to fucking trip into the playoffs, that guy. Forgive and forget, and then we do it again the next year. It's rinse and repeat with this team at the moment. Yeah, you know, it, uh, I think maybe it is being held back by a little bit of, uh, you know, Geno Smith is a great story, but he's certainly not the answer for that team, I think. You know, I, I do think he plays well, but uh, I think I can see the, the Seahawks making a change next year. What do you think? The only change I've, I've been clamoring for ever since, what year was it we played you guys? And it was the ugly, like, fucking 12 to 3 game where Russ wasn't allowed to do anything and then go and save us and ever since then I've wanted Pete Carroll to be uh, removed but as long as he's still there as long as he's still there and this isn't knocking him, Hall of Fame coach he's done some really great things but for me, I've been saying it for seasons now nothing will change with this team whilst he's still there, change Gino change the uh, offensive coordinator change the D coordinator we will still, eventually, by the end of next season, look exactly the same as we have this season, the season before, the season before. It's all it's all we ever do. So, unfortunately, well, I, I do find it amazing that uh, Carol has, you know, guided what I would consider some pretty bad teams to playoff positions and uh, well, pretty good records. It's not. I mean, I think he's done a masterful job. That, uh, it's not, of course, that could be Schneider in good players. But it's not good enough. I don't know. It's not good enough, Port. It's not good enough because you yeah. you actually, not to make this into a Seahawks thing because it's depressing, but you actually look at the last couple of years when we've got to the playoffs, how have we made it? We tripped in. We, we've got lucky because yeah. other teams have let, let themselves down and given us the spot. Like, when you actually deep dive into wild. them, playoff play fix experiences 90% of them are trips in there like <laughs> accidentally like oh we're here again how have we got here <laughs> like but we're not going to do you know what this week we're not going to talk about Seahawks we're going to talk about your Cowboys you must be getting excited you must be getting excited I'm excited about this I'm excited about the game this week I must say oh fuck it I'm excited I'm to play a winning team I know it starts three <laughs> weeks three weeks of you know show it if that's what you are, you know, we're going to find out the Cowboys are for real. I am excited. They're beating up on bad teams. I admit it. Well, you're going to beat up on another Man, one this week. <laughs> Honestly, this week isn't the week to go. If you beat up on the Seahawks with the way we're playing at the moment, I wouldn't, I'd hold and wait till the week after. You've got two weeks to prove it. Yeah. This week, we're yeah. just in a shambles. No offense. We're not going to be able to keep up with you. Um, it's bad. Yeah, that's it's what bad. they said about the Cardinals, man. And the Cardinals just destroyed us. Well, let's hope we are one of them. That's the NFL. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, true. But you know what's interesting? You know, you mentioned Carroll. You know, I can see two legends being gone off the sidelines next season. You know, depending on how the Seahawks finish up this year with Belichick. And Carroll gone. Wow, wouldn't that uh, the NFL would look a lot different? Yep. Without those guys. Huh? All right, Johnny, what do we have first today? I think we have some trades. Let's see if Windows 95 can uh, operate. Deadline week trades. We have the Laxdale Legends at four and seven, making a last ditch effort for the playoffs. Trading Janu. No, he receives Janu Smith and traded. No, sorry, guys. He's receiving John Smith and Trevor Lawrence, trading away Lamar Jackson. Wow. All right. Big trade. Big names. What do you think, Pez? Uh, 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I'm a bit stumped here. Because, yeah, Lamar's had some bad games. But when Lamar has a good game, he win, He pretty much wins you that week. Like, his good games are off the chart. Like, Trevor has had two yeah. good games back-to-back. Trevor Lawrence does do this. Like, he has very low periods in the season. Then when he gets hot, he gets going. So maybe they're just yeah. looking at switching things up, but it doesn't it doesn't make sense. Leeds lassos. I'm yeah. interested to see whether yeah, I'm interested to see whether Trevor Lawrence is their only QB or if he's the QB two in their team and they're getting Lamar because he has a decent yeah. stretch. It's hard to see what Yeah, that's interesting. Mm. You don't normally see a first-place team trading their quarterbacks like this. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not against it. Uh, I think both of these quarterbacks would be okay. I kind of like Trevor Lawrence's uh, schedule, perhaps. Game in need of time. Better than... Uh, That's right. Uh, Johnny, if you could just put in what, how far is Lexdale Legends from uh, a playoff spot? Oh, he had Andrews. Oh, man. Um, he had Andrews at four and seven. <laughs> and then he goes to John Smith. The thing is, man. The thing is with, with the scoring in the Orkney ball, Johnny Smith, because he gets so many targets, Johnny Smith isn't too bad of a shot. He, 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 with the extra points on the PPR and stuff, he, he does get himself a lot of points in this scoring system. It's not a bad shout. Mm. Trevor Lawrence isn't. He's, he's had two decent games in normal scoring. He had that monster game last week, and then he had a twenty-five pointer. I don't know what that translates to the Orkney Bowl. Um, oh, so he's two games back. Two games back. So he, so he has to went out, went out, and get some help. Yeah. So with Andrews down, well, that's why you know he's four and seven because he had this stack of Andrews and Lamar and that stack in fantasy hasn't been the most. To be fair, actually, I've got Lamar and he only got 18 points in this week in the scoring. So what did uh, Trevor Lawrence get? I'll just quickly have a look. What week are we? 12? Mm. Are we week 12 now? We're in week 12. Jackson yeah. got 29 this week. Yeah, Lamar Jackson got 29. Did he get 29? Yeah. How come mine? Fantasy points, 29. <laughs> Where the... Let's see. Pat Mahomes, 31. Jalen Hurts, 31. Dak, ah, yeah, 29. So... Lamar, T- 29. So... Caffrey's, 27. Trevor Lawrence got 33 points this week. His schedule... He's got Cincy next week, should be good. He has the Browns, Baltimore, back-to-back. And then, well, saying that, this guy needs the two games. So, I don't know. I think because of circumstance, I think because of circumstance, it's an understandable trade what he's done. Yeah. It it is. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was looking at projections. Yeah. Because I have Lamar and he only got like 18 because he fumbled. Like That game was an absolute shit show, to be quite honest. <laughs> um, they play each other this week. Lamar's one of those that can be so frustrating that, you know, if he's not running, you know, he's not passing much. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Johnny's just putting... He doesn't have big 300-yard games and three touch, uh, touchdowns very often. Johnny's just put in the chat there that they played each other this week. I wonder who won because I have a feeling, depending on Lasso's team, with the quarterback point difference, I reckon it's Lex that yeah, picked up the win. But I understand it. Um, and to be quite honest, Lamar has, especially in the Orkney ball scoring, Lamar has been piss poor, so and he needed a tight end, so... Oh, Lasso's winning. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> I, I, I would, I, I personally prefer to have Trevor Lawrence over Lamar Jackson, but uh, Lamar is always unpredictable. Yeah, 
you never know what you're going to get. When he when he scores big, man, he can make you he can put you over the top easy. Yeah, yeah. So, do you have a winner here, Pez? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna call push. Yeah, push. <laughs> it's a, it's a tie. All right, Johnny, let's go it's to the next tie. one. Here we go. All right, we have the Norwich Mustard Men at seven and four has received Tua Tagabayola and Khalil Shakir, while the Koi Banks Lightning at seven and four. Dreve, hey, I've been a few leagues with Dreve here, has received DJ Moore. Wow, this is a big trade. Interesting. Uh, you know, again, without knowing roster makeup, it's always hard to say who ultimately wins depending on what other players they have. I would definitely go on the side of Tua on this side here. I don't think DJ is big enough playmaker to – but I, I could be wrong. It, what are your feelings here? Two is so up and down in fantasy. He's, honestly, last year and this year, I've had him – uh, in, no, in fantasy in general, not just the ball. And he literally has uh, mid-teens 20. Mid-teens 20. Mid-teens 20. It, he's so up and down. I understand why they went for DJ Moore because Fields came back last week. And so when Fields was out, he's gone from 1932, 56... There's a 16, there's a 17, depending where Fields went out. Did Fields go out in the Washington game? How many is he? Because if he has, his production dipped as soon as Fields came back, 26 points. Then they go to the Vikings tonight, uh, a bye. Then they've got Detroit, Cleveland, Arizona. Oh, bye week. That's the first week of the playoffs, right? No. His first his bye week is the first week of the playoffs. No, because the playoffs is week fourteen, I think, or fifteen. Okay. Um so so it's a smart move by Lightning, um banking on the fields, DJ Moore, like you said, without seeing roster construction. I get that. Um And Moore is the number ten wide receiver this year, right now. Yeah. In the Orkney Bowl. So yeah, you know, it is a solid trade. Quarterbacks are easier to find in single quarterback leagues, right? Yeah. You only need, if you had teams, you only need 10 quarterbacks, right? I wonder who. While wide receivers. I wonder who Lightning's quarterback is for giving two up. Yeah. And what are his other receivers that he can give up DJ Moore without losing yeah. a lot of production? I'd love to know what the Mustard Men's other wide receivers are. Wow, that's a big one. I love trades like that. Yeah. Oh, so he's got just so he's got uh, the he stack. So he's got yeah. he's got the stack. Right, I yeah. get it. That's why he's gone for that. He wants that stack that's tonight. Right. Get get the stack down this down the playoffs uh, run here. I wonder if most. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Yeah, I think it's quite even to be fair. Uh, I, I, yeah. 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 Uh, again, I would give it the push. You know, I think perhaps uh, both teams. Uh, filled holes that they needed filled. And Khalil Shakir is having a quiet season, but uh, I mean, a, a quietly good season. He's He's been solid as a plug-in guy. Yeah. Do you know what? If you had to push me to pick a side, let me just check something. Um. Yeah. If you had to push me to pick a side, I'd say the Lightning's won this solely because of the Fields, DJ Moore stack could literally, in the Orkney ball score, it could literally win you a week on its own. Plus, when you look at matchup, Tua has Washington next week, probably have a big game. Then he has Tennessee, the Jets, Dallas Cowboys and the Buffalo. That's his, um, that's Tua's playoff schedule. So the Mustard men wow. might fall flat on their face if they're relying on two areas. The Lightning. Oh, wow. They just lost. The Mustard men just lost Olave, right? Yeah. The, the, Is Olave going to be gone for a while? Oh, yeah. So now he just has... Olave's got concussion. Godwin. Yeah, wow. 
That's gonna so you, you look at DJ Moore and Justin Fields for the Lightning, they've got the Vikings tonight. They could easily, because Johnny said they're both losing this week at the moment, That depending how far, them two alone could um, win them his week with a decent matchup. Yeah, they go on by, um, but then they come back to Detroit after the big game they put up against Detroit last week. Well, this last week, sorry. <laughs> Cleveland might be a hard game, but I, you don't know by that point because they're struggling, aren't they? They're, they're, they're dogfighting it, but meh. And then you've got Arizona and Atalanta for the last two weeks of the playoffs. So... I if, wow, if you had to if you had to if I had to pick a side I'd say the Lightning's one Pat. without seeing roster construction yeah. just off this alone and knowing he's got Justin Fields I think that stat could be valuable going down the stretch. I think that's a solid choice. Uh, uh, I can't argue with that. I'm going with you, Pez. Yeah, let's go to the next one. I think there was one more trade, Johnny. Oh, yeah. It's oh, the yeah. main man. Oh, the lifestyle legend again. <laughs> Quentin Johnson and Aaron Jones for Brandon Ayuk. Ah, Johnny receives Brandon Ayuk. We we convinced him last week, Pez. <laughs> yeah. I, I, have you... Ayuk, I have Ayuk everywhere, so you don't have to convince me of much about that one. Yeah. Yeah, he's having a great season. Yeah, he's, Isn't, I, he's been a solid guy, man. Am I right in thinking that Aaron Jones is injured? This week, anyway, yeah. But he's been injured all season. Yeah, he's, he's always he's, he's never been the same since week one, so I'm glad I got him. <laughs> I don't know what he's done. What has he done? He's, helped, he's been really nice. Have you picked him up, Johnny? What? Is he, to, is he trying to sweeten the commissioner for a better division next year? Is he trying to get a conference change? <laughs> no, 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 no. Wow, Aaron Jones, man. Aaron Jones and Quentin Johnson, like what? What's the point? Well, I put I put a couple of ones out yesterday, and that was the one that got accepted. So I'm not going to say no. Oh man, I I will go hands down. Brandon Ayuk side is the winner here. 100. Uh, Quentin Johnson has done nothing. He's a rookie in a redraft league. I'm not sure what the thinking of that is. He's done nothing, even with Williams out. Aaron Jones has been sporadic at best this season. I don't think he'll be a starting running back as the bell cow after this season. He is going to be put into that running back hopper of all those other guys like (laughs) Ezekiel Elliott and – all those old guys. Well, my, he'll be done. well my wide receivers are now Ayuk, Jaden Reed, AJ Brown, and Jordan Addison, KJ Osborne. I didn't mind getting rid of Jones because I've got Brees Hall and I've got Barkley. So they're going to get all the touches. So, so yeah, yeah, I'm quite happy with that one. So. Wow, yeah, that, that's a pretty solid. I got, I got Stafford last yeah, week yeah, on free okay. agency, which is quite handy because I already lost Cousins at IR and I lost Carr when he was playing. So. It was like a nice 38 points for Stafford this week. Yeah, so. What are you thinking, Pez? Yeah, Johnny Ayuk, I, I don't get why you give up Ayuk when you're four and seven for them two pieces. I just yeah. don't get it. Uh, he made a couple of interesting trades. Took a sp- this week. sprinkle of corruption. Four and seven. You got to you got to try two things, right? Well, got, shake it up. We got to tr- You know what I mean? I scored the second most points in my league <laughs> and lost. Yeah. Uh, to McGee. Yeah, but he should have half his team away and got a superstar team, so he's probably going to lose. And you gave him some of the players, so you couldn't blame him. And I scored the second most points in my league and lost. Probably because of Kelsey, was it? <laughs> oh my gosh, maybe. I can't remember. I, I didn't even, it just made me sick. Because I, I, I needed this win to make the playoffs, man. Uh, I've lost a lot of close ones this season. It's been a heartbreaking season. Fantasy Couch. 
with Dr. Pez. Because <laughs> of his old laptop. Oh, this, he didn't do No, because... He did, I was waiting for it. The, 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 the sound's not working on his slides, so he has to... Uh, he just has to move on. But, the very, but you did it for us anyway. With a very old computer, it wasn't working, so I didn't bother putting it in. But I'll add it in later on, if I get a chance. All right, well, I... Uh, well, Pork's just I made, it, I made an intro for you. <laughs> Pork's just done it for me. <laughs> are the Seahawks... Well, wait a minute. Miss, uh, what respect are you giving the Hawks here? You misspelt their name. <laughs> are the Seahawks a better team because of trading away Wilson? Or would they be better off keeping him on the roster, allowing him to cook? We are better. Overall, we are better. Even though these last couple of games have gone down the shitter, we've got really good talent on our team. And like you said at the start, things can change within a week. Things can just click out of nowhere. We have the talent to be able to do that. Whether we do, I don't know. But um, I, I still think we're better off without him there, definitely. Like cap, everything... All the uh, play, young players we got him through uh, the draft capital we got from him. Yeah, I think we are better moving on, even though he is starting to get back to his old self again in Denver. It's took him a while to get comfortable, but he's, he's make, making it happen, hasn't he? The most informed team in the league at the moment, Denver, I think. Yeah, Denver is actually playing quite well. They've won five straight, I think, and they're now six and five, right in the middle of the playoff hunt. And uh, what an amazing turnaround after giving up seventy points to the Dolphins. That, but that uh, is your yeah. I don't know much about the Seahawks, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, you know, I obviously know their their stars, JSN and Metcalf. Lockett and Walker, Charbonnet, you know, and obviously Smith, but I don't really know much about their defense except for Adams now, I guess, third string safety, which is interesting. Just injury prone. He can't keep himself going. You'll know You'll know all about um, Devin Witherspoon by the end of the year, if you've not already seen it. Chris oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's had a solid season. The, the yeah. East Coast bias of right. um, Jalen Carter where they're really trying their best to push Jalen Carter as Rookie Defensive Player of the Year is just outrageous. For what Devin Witherspoon's done statistically and on our defence, he is hands down Defensive Rookie of the Year. No one touches him for coming in straight away and just being an absolute multiplayer on the defence. It's statistically and... He's not a rookie though. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's not a rookie. Actually, I, I think the Seahawks could have a very solid team in a couple of seasons. You know, if if they draft it's, it's the uh, have a couple of solid, couple more solid drafts like they did last season or this year, I think the Seahawks could be quite dangerous. Pete Carroll, and, uh, if you if you if you go back to when Russ first came, it was this like kind of goofy, wanted to do anything to win kind of character. If we can draft a quarterback mm-hmm. with that, we don't need one of these like Caleb Williams or, do you know, one of the big guys who are established and they've got their own ego already. We need a guy who is going to scrap to, you know, want to be on a roster kind of situation. What Russ was a third rounder. So, do you know, someone with the right attributes as a player, that's what Pete Carroll needs to succeed now. Like, Geno Smith isn't working. Geno right. Smith's been in the league far too many times. He has too many tendencies. Russ and Pete had so much success as Russ because at the end of the day, he's a third rounder. Nothing's guaranteed as a third rounder. And he was willing to do anything to win. If Pete Carroll, next year's draft, can get a quarterback like that, fresh off the shelf, fresh out of college, where he's not too cocksure of himself, then next year we could see the Seahawks jump levels because that's how Pete Carroll excels. Pete Carroll started going downhill when Russ got bigger, you know, than his position. G- 
Gino, in my opinion, Gino, even though he is a team, comes across as a team player, he's been in the league far too many times. He's like, he's been in the league for far too many years and he already kind of has his foundational attributes, if you know what I mean. So I feel like if Peter Carroll's staying, no one's going to get rid of him. The owners aren't going to get rid of him. He needs to get a quarterback right. in this draft who basically coming in as a blank canvas so he can like do his Pete voodoo on him and get him to just buy in. And then that's where you'll see the Seahawks excel, I think. That would be exciting. You know, I, I may have an odd take, but uh, I think obviously the Seahawks would be better with Wilson if he is playing at the top level that he is now. However, I think of the money the Seahawks are saving every single year by not paying that 40, what, 45 million a year for the next five years. Yep. Right. And that's going to be a huge advantage for the Seahawks when it comes to developing this young roster. So I think ultimately they're better off without him primarily because of the money and, and because he is getting a bit older. Yep. So the, the, the Broncos are still going to hate that contract in two years. Oh, 100%. But you're seeing now, like, Russ had a come-down-to-earth year. He had a come-down-to-earth year last year. And you're seeing him going back to kind of his old ways, kind of maybe realising that this, I'm bigger than the eight. Like I'm bigger than the NFL attitude he had towards the back end of his career at the Seahawks it hasn't worked, so he's yeah. gone. He, he's gone back. But Denver's defense—that's what he needs. That's what he needs to succeed. That's who he is. He, he if he has a really good, like he he would have probably excelled at the Seahawks this year because of how good our defense is. Because he would have got the job done on the offense and relied on the defense. Whereas, in my opinion, yeah. at this moment in time, from the evidence, Geno. Can't Gino, the offensive coordinator, Pete Carroll, they can't get it done together. That trio, they just can't get it done together. So, but I still think I'm pulling off. for Gino, though, man. I'm pulling for the guy. He seems like a real cool dude. So, I hope that uh, they're able, not, not next week, <laughs> but I hope they're able to have a run. Johnny, let's go. Let's see the next question for Doc Fed. <clears throat> Who's more important for their team? Travis Kelsey or Jason Kelsey? Ooh. So, I'd say Jason Kelsey straight out of the bag. But this year, with the way the Chiefs are struggling, it's a great question to put because if Travis wasn't on that team, the Chiefs would be struggling. Last night, they were struggling. And then Travis started getting turning. And then he just... He's a game changer. He is a game changer on that offense at the moment, especially with all their struggles with the wide receivers. Jason Kelsey's a monster, though, isn't he? Uh, Hurts' overtime was all... He got that touchdown solely because Jason Kelsey just bulldozed the lineman out of the way and created the lane for him. Ooh, amazing, isn't it? I mean, I mean, guys, do you know what? Wow. What do you think? I'm interested to see what your take is on this because that's a hard one. Yeah, I. Yeah, I think that ultimately the Eagles would still be close to 10 and 1 or 9 and 2, 8 and 3 without Jason Kelsey. I think the Chiefs could still have the exact same record without Travis Kelsey. However, I think the Chiefs would struggle a lot more on offense just because of the lack of playmakers. Uh, Pacheco has been playing well the last few weeks. And that's a good sign for them. But they don't really have any deep weapons. You know, you saw last week he was wide open. And he dropped the game winner. Right? MVS, I think. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, this is a guy like Tyreek Hill. They need a guy like that to for Mahomes to truly uh, show what he can do. 
I'm going with Jason Kelsey, though. I like the offensive lineman. I think he's vital for that overall success of the run game, pass protection that gives Hurts time. And he has that personality that drives other players, I think, in his position group to be better. So, but that's my take. I'm glad, I'm glad you went with Jason because I was interested to see what you said because only a couple of episodes ago when we said if you had two, what was the question? If you could take two players from other teams in your division, would it make your team better? And you highlighted Jason Kelsey as being one of them guys. I thought yes. if he goes back on what he said, I'm going to get him. <laughs> no, no, no. I, uh, yeah, I hate the Eagles that I, I admire you know, Kelsey, he's he's my type of player that I wish we had on the it's, Cowboys. It's, Zach Martin's a lot like that. It's so and, hard. Uh, yeah. Because Can you imagine the line Martin and Kelsey. Wow. It's so hard because you look you look at Jason Kelsey and it's straight up like you said, it's protection, it's leadership. He reads everything so well. He spots all the defensive wrinkles the majority of the time um and then you've got travis who's shown time and time and time that when the chiefs look down and beat he'll just get himself open and he's like a bulldozer gets them legs start churning mm. up to top speed and no one can slow that guy down crazy crazy <laughs> and he always knows where to be on the field it's amazing. He's always able to get over. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. I, I'm going to say Travis, just solely because this year alone yeah. has shown, like you said, this year alone with all the offensive struggles, like without him there, would they have won some of these games they've won this year? Like last night. Yeah, it reminds me of Gronk and Brady, man. Yeah. What would Brady do without Gronk? And, uh, yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. Gronk it's, literally saved that Pat's offense. <laughs> it's it's a hard one. It's a hard one because you got to say both. But if I had to choose, I'll say Travis, just because, like you said, yeah, it's yeah, Mahomes. Right, go for it. It's Mahomes and Kelsey. Yeah. It's Brady and Gronk. You just got to get it done. Yeah. All right, I like that type of uh, conversation there, Johnny. Good question. Let's see what we got next. Have to get harder now. Any dynasty trade targets based on schedule? Well, the trade deadline is passed, so perhaps in other leagues. Has dynasty trades this question or answer? Is dynasty trades because passed. it's dynasty, right? Yeah, we're in a redraft. Yeah, so any dynasty trade targets based on schedule you like for the playoffs? Uh. From Manchester, Manchester Bees GM, Pat. It's, told it's a hot when he went over. I saw this question and, it, and I'm still a bit, I'm a bit, it's a hard one because if you, in Dynasty, I've only been doing it a couple of years myself, so I'm not that, you know, experienced with the wrinkles of Dynasty and, you know, things like that. But from my knowledge at the moment, it's a hard one really because Trading solely for the playoffs in Dynasty could destroy you, in a way. But if you're in win-now mode, it's like... That's how I rebuild my middle teams, though. It, Trade players that... Uh, yeah. Right, do you know what? You can... Cause, Trade your aging superstar. Yeah, because you're probably more knowledgeable on the old Dynasty front than I am. What... Is there any you what come to your head straight away? Would you go if you're win now? Would you go really high, like a star player who's going to put you over the edge so you you basically secure that win, or do you just get like you know a rotational piece to keep the points rolling? Yeah, you know, if first thing that I do is ask myself, do I have a legitimate chance to actually win? in the playoffs. And the way that I answer that question is look at the total points scored in the league. Right. And if I'm within a hundred to 150 points of the leader, then yeah, 
I, I consider I have a, a legit chance. And then, yes, I will go out and make a trade. Uh, the, the one trade that off the top of my head that I remember, I traded uh, two second-round draft choices for Madison and Ridley about three weeks ago. And the trade, at first, I was not very happy with it. But uh, it's turned out to be quite, quite a good trade for me so far. Uh, you know, as, as far as dynasty, you're right. You can mortgage your future because a first round draft choice is extremely valuable. And people don't realize how valuable the, that mid round first round draft choice, the, the, the fifth and sixth choice in the first round. I think that's where teams are made, you know, uh, I'm always trading though, for picks. <laughs> I'll trade my guy. I just traded uh, Kenny. I, I traded Walker for a first rounder. <laughs> what? You'd never, you never trade. Yeah. You never trade Ken Walker. He stays with you to the death. You, I've got him in so many dynasty teams. Yeah. I mess a few of them up because it's my first time playing him. And everyone's like, I'll give you first a Walker. I said, he comes down with this shit. He, he's he's tied to the mast coming down to the bottom of the ocean with me. Um, yeah, that's awesome. I love it, man. I still have Elliot on several of my teams. It's hard to give up, you know, the guys you love. Yeah. After after last uh, night, if for example, if you can still trade in your dynasties, I still think Hollywood Brown. For the Cardinals, he showed it last night. Eventually, was it the third game back with Kyler? And eventually, he started showing what you saw before Kyler went out injured. And if that's just the start and they got their little best buddy connection back again, he could go off in the playoffs because their schedule is Pittsburgh next. Great matchup to get back on track. They do have a bye at the start of the thing. So again, this isn't like this is more like a rotational piece. You can get you the points to win you the week. But then they go San Francisco, uh, Chicago, and then Philly. Now, watching the Cardinals, they did get destroyed by the Rams last night, but they're just in backyard football mode. They're just throwing it around, you know, just trying to stay competitive in games on offense and stuff, get Kyler back right, get Kyler confident. He could be a nice little pickup. You know, if I thought of a guy, if you can't afford it, Jonathan Taylor. Oh, Pez, we can't hear you. Yeah. Can you hear me? Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I would say Jonathan Taylor. He had four weeks of rest. He's been playing a lot better here. I think he had 21 points yesterday. Uh, yeah, yeah, 21 points. I think he'd be the guy because he's young enough that you would have to pay probably a couple of first-round picks for him. But he's young enough that he's going to stay in your team for another two or three years, and he's showing he's still got it. Right? He's, what, 24, I think? So, uh, yeah, I, I, would, I would go for Jonathan Taylor down the stretch if anyone's willing to, to cough him up. Do you know who you could go for? Who's now that? he's got his wheels going. Tony Pollard. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking a, that, but I said last week or two weeks ago to trade him, right? He, he, <laughs> yeah, because he was doing fuck all a couple of weeks ago. But he's got rolling now. and Yeah, yesterday he balled out, man. The, or not yesterday, but Thanksgiving. Do you know what? He's so dangerous, though. Oh, Johnny wants to move on by the looks of it. He's so dangerous because... Yeah, we're running a little long on time. I think we have a few more questions. Yeah. All right. We got Tony Pollard there for you. Here's from Duke Moeller of the uh, Yorkshire Finns. Joshua Dobbs or Jordan Love for the rest of the season? Also, what would uh, you look for if you're trading Bijan? Do you know what? I'm a big fan of Jordan Love. And he frustrated me for so long in his dip. But if you actually... the 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 content on the field, what you watch with your eyeballs, wasn't great. But if you look at his points, 
I'll just get actually back on the Orkney ball so I can give a true reflection of his points. Um, if you look at his points, even when it's looked ugly, after his bye week from week seven on, 25 points, 19, 17, 27, 26, 37. He's slowly getting his connections back he had at the start of the year because he started 30, 28, 32, 22, had a bad game before the bye. And then he's kind of quietly picked back up again. Now, they've got Kansas City next week. That's going to be hard because that defence is de- like is looking legit. But then he's got the Giants, the Bucks, the Panthers, and the Vikings if you make it uh, deep into the playoffs. I like that. Mm. I just don't know, right? Because Dobbs is great. It's a great story. This and the other, but we saw it at the Cardinals. We saw him do this stuff at the Cardinals, but then we also saw after a couple of weeks when mm. when teams started figuring him out, he started dipping. Now he's got obviously Chicago tonight. He then has a bye. So this all depends for me. If you're securing the playoffs, Dobbs is a really good one. So th- actually, this is how I separate it. If you are se- if you are safe in the playoffs and you say you have Jordan Love and Dobbs and you need to drop one of them, that's your scenario. Or, well, you can't trade anymore. The trade deadline's done. But if, if you have to choose between one of them week by week, I'd say if you are safe in the playoffs, I'd roll with Dobbs because Dobbs has got Chicago a bye, play Jordan Love in the bye because he's got a good game. Did I say that? Yeah, I think he's got a good game with it. So that's. But then the playoff run for Dobbs is the Raiders, the Bengals, Detroit, and then he finishes at Green Bay. So I'd personally say at this point, if you're fighting to make the playoffs, I'd say Jordan loves your man. If you're safe in the playoffs and you can take the hit and stream someone in week 13, I'd roll with Dobbs because even though I do think he's a quarterback where teams figure him out, because if you look, saying that I've got it here, he he had a spell here where 13, 14, 16, and then he went to the Vikings and was 32, 29, 32, 20. Just got to be careful that teams don't figure him out. Mm. Pez, I agree with you. And here you had your say about the QB, showing some love for the QB from the Green Bay. So I agree with you. I would go with Jordan Love, and I screwed that the whole thing up, and I just thought of it. Anyway, so Bijan. Bijan. Well, what would you need for Bijan? You're screwed. Really, <laughs> if you've not gone and got him, if you can still trade and you wanted to trade him after this week, you've fucked it, essentially. Because um, after what he put up this last week, he looked like the Bijan everyone drafted. He was all over the place. Yeah, on the ground, that bye week must have sorted him right out because he looked unstoppable last night. And that Saints team is no joke against running backs. Saints, the Saints defence is one of the, I think we're up there with one of the best in the run. But it's not, it's not so much the points. What it's not it, the points, obviously was it 20 points? Did you say? Uh, actually, I had it on the different league. Let me see what he got in Orkney. Uh, Dijon had 32. Yesterday, 32 points in Orkney Bowl. Wow. Let's just put it this way. Uh, it will take you. He's not put Dynasty. If he's just normal, normal league, I'll just put it out there right now. If you can still trade, no one is letting Bijan Robinson go with a end of schedule of the Jets, the Bucks, <laughs> the. Carolina Panthers, the Colts, and the Bears. It's it's a it's a non-starter unless you've got a mate who's one yeah. and done, and you can bully him into giving him, and you're going to split some of your prize money if you're in a paid league. 
Nope, you. Illusion. <laughs> you, you're not no. getting. You're not getting him. Like he had 23 points before the bye. Come back off the bye, got nearly 10 more points, and his end of season schedule is ridiculous. Yeah. If if I was in a dynasty league, I would take a couple of firsts. But I'm a bit different. <laughs> I, I don't value running backs at, at such a at such a high level because running backs are always going to miss significant time with some sort of injury. And then when they come back, it's always at least one season before they return to normal. Look at Brees Hall. Look at Pollard. It takes some time. Uh, Even Taylor for a, a small degree. And so you're going to lose significant games from running backs. Someone offers me two first round draft picks, I'm taking it. But of course, I'm different than most people. <laughs> it would have to be mid level, mid round first, right? I wouldn't want like a 1.12. Yeah. Right. That that doesn't yeah, that doesn't interest me. That's a second round draft choice, really. At twenty one years old, yeah. I, I, Dynasty redraft, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't he's mine. <laughs> he's all mine. <laughs> Yeah, I love Nijon, though. At least, I mean, uh, yeah, if, you, if you're lucky enough to have one of the worst teams, because he was the first choice in the dynasty drafts, keep him. Yeah, that's yeah. a cornerstone guy. Oh, yeah, he's a rebuilding. Guy. All right. The good questions, dude. Good questions. What do we got next, Johnny? Tight end strategy and dynasty. How valuable is Kelsey still? Where have the new breed, Laporte, Kincaid, etc., all risen to you in your ranks? And where does Andrews fall to now with his injury? Ranks are one thing, but how do you approach tight end overall in non-tight end, tight end premium scoring leagues? This is Glossop Fighting Gophers GM, Will Barrow. So basically, he wants to know, how do you rank your tight ends? Uh... Is the new breed of tight ends going to be as good as the old guys going out? And, you know, how do you approach a non-tight end premium scoring league with the tight end? Is it is it a valuable position to have? Uh, I never normally, like in my standard, without Johnny's crazy scoring system, um, normally my tight ends, like, I just stream it, like... I, I, norm, yeah. I normally just stream. <laughs> I normally just stream it personally myself, but yeah. I would make an exception, especially in Dynasty. Like Kincaid looked really good yesterday, but I'd make I'd make an exception for Laporta, mm. just because you saw the evidence with Hawkins, uh, Hawkinson at the Lions and Goff and how, who he is as a quarterback, you just knew that Laporta would come in straight away and be, like, going going off straight away. So, like, mm. I'd probably... It's so hard because Laporta's had such a good year, you probably have to pay too much. So, within the question of the, the first question, um, I probably wouldn't want to pay too much for my tight end. I'd probably just buy it on it. But if someone was willing to put a fair trade together, I'd probably target Laporta uh, personally myself. Mm. Yeah, you know, if you don't have one of the top three or four tight ends, the scoring drops per game so much that it's not worth putting a high-value draft choice to get, you know, the seventh or eighth tight end in the league. <laughs> it's just not worth it. The points are not going to be there. Yeah. Uh, I'm all with you. And tight ends, they seem to change every year. Since, you know, Gronk was always at the top unless he was injured. All right. And then now every single season, it's like a new guy. We had Waller there for a while, Kelsey, Dominic, Kittle, and then Andrews. And now, you know, I think uh, – Tight end is very fluid, and I would not put too much 
capital in that decision myself. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Um, that's always been my motto. Sometimes it bites me in the ass, but uh, to answer yeah. the other questions, I'll just answer Kelsey and um, Andrews together. Yeah, I do think Kelsey still um, he's still got value. The thing what people need to remember with even with Andrews's injury, you will find someone in your league who he looks at the name and bites on the name. So, like for example, if I had Andrews now, I'd wait a bit, maybe wait until the dust has settled on the season, and then I go to the Laporta manager or the Kincaid manager. I wait for that first bit of positive news about Andrews to say oh, yeah, it's not that bad. His surgery went really well and he's going to be back for the start of the season. And I'll go, boom, I want Laporta with Andrew somewhere else and we'll make something work. Because fantasy, even though you look at it back and everyone says it, you see a flashy name and you're like, oh, yeah, I'd love that name yeah. on my team. Kelsey, on the other hand, for me, he's still valuable. He would still bring in redraft in Dynasty, he'd still bring the value to your team. I think... Yeah, he's 34 though, right? Dynasty, his future value may not be Someone there. would still pay. Someone would still pay for Kelsey. You'd, you'd find someone who'd still... You'd find someone who'd still pay for him. Um, but look at him yeah, now. he's the number one tight end. He, he's yeah, tight, 34 player overall. He's tight and one at the moment before Hawkinson plays. Yeah. But he is one or two and he's not dropped from that position. So and he's not showing any signs of dropping from that position. So imagine in the off season, if the Chiefs get their new Tyreek Hill or Rashi Rice with a season under his belt, the off season, him and Mahomes get that connection, and then you've got the three-headed monster of the Chiefs back. That's where Kelsey dominates. So Kelsey's dominating in an offense that is struggling. People need to keep that in context. So he's still dominating now, still tight and two, one, two, in a team that's struggling to get things going. What happens when the Chiefs actually click? He, he's dominant still. So I personally think the value's still there. I still think Andrews, you just sit on it. Don't panic. Don't do anything. He's on IR. There's nothing you can do about him. Don't try and rush and get rid of him. Wait for the first bit of positive news that says he'll be back for the start of next season and then, boom, get rid of him as quick as you possibly can. Yeah. I mean, my, yeah. Is my advice. Actually, yeah, guys like Andrews are the guys I love to trade for value. Yeah. People, Waller, I did that with Waller, actually, back in the day. But Waller's having a solid season this year, surprisingly. All right. Good answer there, jo uh, Doc, Doc Pez. What do we got next, Johnny? Ah, the Monday Night Wee. Football Picks. <laughs> Doc Pez, who do you got? Vikings, 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 Vikings. Yeah, I'm going Vikings. Johnny, who do you have? I need 42 points of Hawkinson. <laughs> In standard PPR. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Vikings too. Oh, We're, all Vikings. We're all going Vikings. Go Dobbs! Jay Dobbs. Yeah. The Bears, the Bears will do well. The Bears will do well, but they'll still find a way to fuck up like they always do. Yeah, the standard. They'll start off brilliant and they'll lose a 20 point lead for five minutes ago. Yeah. We'll yep. get to see DJ more. I'd like to see him. Uh, you don't get to see him a lot. And so. And the Vikings defense is quite frisky, though, so they're not too bad. So Yeah, they, they're good. doing a lot better. They're doing a lot better recently. Mm. Yeah, you know, I'm not a Vikings fan. I, I've always kind of hated them. But uh, it's exciting to see uh, Dobbs play well. So I'll be pulling for the team, which is very unusual, and I'll be pulling for Dobbs. I like it. All right, what what have we got next, Johnny? By the way, Johnny yeah. is leading the Monday Night Football standings by one game over us. Only only because I was the only one to pick the Eagles last week. Yeah, so. we can't we can't catch yeah. up if we're picking the same teams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna switch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Too late. Well. <laughs> oh man, the Cowboys are eight point favorites.
so I cannot pick the Cowboys as my There's lock. a lot of big favourites in this one. Oh, man. You can't pick them anyway. It's your own team. The Chargers and Pats are even. That's interesting. Wow, am I going to take the Steelers again? I'm always taking the same teams. Wow, this is hard. It's hard. To, they it's have hard the Rams as four-and-a-half-point favorites over the Browns. That's interesting. The Chiefs, six-and-a-half. That's a Monday night football game. I can't, shouldn't be doing that one. All right. I've got mine. You got yours? You want to go first or you want me to go first? Uh, you could go first. All right, I'm gonna take the. I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna take the Steelers as my lock at home over the Arizona Cardinals. I'm sticking with them. They had 400 yards of offense for the first time since Week Two of season or 2020. <laughs> so, yeah, they're on a roll. Going with the Steelers. Who do you have, Pez? I'm going to go for the Lions against the Saints. The, wow. All right. What's the press spread? The Lions, three and a half over the Saints. Excellent. I like that one. Wow. Yeah, three and a half on the road. Johnny, who do you have? Uh, I'll go the Texans over oh, the Broncos. Shit, on the road. Texans. Oh, you brave, brave. Brave guy. Yeah. Johnny, could I change mine quickly? I should have gone with what caught my eye first. I, I want to change mine quickly. Can I go for the Chargers against the Pats? Well, is there I, a spread in that game? Yeah, minus uh, five and a half. Okay. Yeah. Chargers are five and a half point favorites. They just yes. reckon the Chargers will find a way to blow it, but they are playing the On the road in New England. I don't think that's going to matter. That team is looking pitiful. It's like the the, the, the Pats of the early 90s <laughs> and late 90s when they were pitiful. 7-10. 7-10. Look at that. Yeah, I don't give a toss. It's a win. Yeah, Johnny with, has with, eight With wins. Danny DeVito, who can he argue? You know what I mean? Oh, man. Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking desperate times for them Giants, man. Well, that's a third string quarterback. What are you on about? All right, let's see here. Underdog. I should have been looking at this earlier. I don't know why I wasn't. Let's see here. Oh, God. Ah, jeez. Yeah, precisely. (laughs) Johnny, I'll go for mine head to head. I'm going to go for the Broncos to beat the Texans. Let's ride. If I'm the most informed team, look at that. After getting pumped by the Chiefs in week six, they've been on a roll, won five straight with a bye in between. Wow, this week is not a good week on picking, huh? So you're going to Broncos? No other? Oh, there's a, there's a Tuesday game. Oh, yeah, that's the Monday night, Sunday night. Okay, I got it. Sunday night. All right. So, my underdog, I am going to go with a crazy pick here. I am going with the Saints over the Lions at home. The Saints? There you go. We've got a head-to-head here, have we not? Yep. Yeah. Well, no, Pez changed his to I changed to the Chargers. Oh, he changed it, yeah. Oh. They changed it to the yeah. uh, Chargers, so we have a different one. And actually, I'm not really, I'm not feeling really good about that choice, to be honest, but none of these games are <laughs> looking all that great to me. Well, I'll, go, <laughs> yeah, I'll go the Eagles. Be... <laughs> I'll go the Eagles to continue on and beat the 49ers. Yeah, see... That's the one that I was eyeing, but I cannot pick the Eagles. The, I just cannot. The Eagles aren't underdogs. Oh, they are? Yeah, they are. One and a half point underdogs. Two and a half points here. I've got them yeah. as favorite. 
I've got them so one and a half. I, the one I sent you, they're, they're two and a half underdogs. Yeah. I think I Producer's foot down. The one I sent you. That's the one we're going with. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the one we agreed. Yeah. That, that was the one we agreed to go on at the start of the year, so that's the one I go on. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's Where what I always we? look at now is the ones that he sends. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Sky bet I've got him on the plus. Yeah. All right, guys. I was a little tired today. I don't know if it showed, but I appreciate y'all being here. Another week done and dusted. Uh, I hope the two of you have a good week. And, Johnny, I hope you, uh, you're, you get access to your, to your computer again. <laughs> yeah, I won't, I, won't, I won't do next week. It's just it's got a busy one this week. So. And I guess we'll have Gary. I'm glad I finally got the thing working. So. And we'll have Gary as a special guest host next week. Yeah, it's good. Somebody's away, some away next yeah. weekend. So has other patients him. to see. Yeah. <laughs> house calls. Yeah. That's the one. I'm going mobile. <laughs> All right, guys. I appreciate it. I'll see you next week. Or in two weeks. Yep. Later, my friends. Yep. See you next week. See you later. See you next week. Bye.